kids are asleep. The kids are asleep. Yay! Hooray! Hello and welcome to the second episode of The Kids Are Asleep. I'm your host, Andrew. And Marissa. (laughs) (laughs) And we're gonna rock this joint. (laughs) I just got off work doing my customer service job, so I have been talking for four hours. So that should either mean that I'm burnt out and this is going to be horrible on my half and you'll have to carry the show, (laughs) or, which I know you're prepared to do. Completely. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm going to be on and just shut up like usual. (laughs) How was your day? My day was really good. Yeah? Yeah. We had a good, we had a really nice day today. We hung out together all day. Yeah. And we went to Target. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I have so many... Um, I have, like, this, like, things that I jotted down that I wanted to talk about, and Target was one of those. <laughs> so oh. into the, no, I wanted to talk about your Target scam. Oh. About, <laughs> oh, great. Right? Well, this is, this is all going to lead into something. Right? I have, like, a, a trail of thought that I was following when I was writing stuff down. Oh, yes. Okay. Describe your Target scam with the, the online registry. And I'll pour <laughs> our, our wine while you do that. Great. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Target does a, a baby registry online. And if you go on their registry and you just fill it out, like, just check off that you have stuff uh, and fill it out... Uh, it says to go to one of like their locations and go to the customer service desk and ask for your baby welcome bag. And so I did this the first time and when I went up the lady was really rude to me. <laughs> and she just rolled her eyes and went and got it. But I didn't have to sign anything and on the website it doesn't say one bag per customer or anything. So I've just kept going back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, there's a lot of really cool stuff in them. So. Yeah, and we have like four of them at this point. Is that where we're at? Four? Yeah, we have four I got of one them. of them. Yeah, you got one of them, which is really cool. One of the things in the bag, it's like all a bunch of marketing stuff, so we don't feel bad for this at all. No. I do feel bad for talking with food in my mouth. I'm sorry. But, um, <laughs> it's just a bunch of marketing things. It's a bunch of free things. The best thing is the baby bottles. Yeah, they're like full size, you know, like four ounce baby bottles. Yeah, they're real baby bottles. They're sampler baby bottles. Is that? <laughs> you no. said they're full size, yeah, as opposed to size. like a little one ounce bottle. <laughs> I don't know. It could just be like a sample. Look, yeah, this is how it looks, <laughs> or something. A three D. <laughs> yeah, a picture of one. <laughs> I'm thinking like a small one. <laughs> what if know. it was like a? What if they found a way to make like a disposable one? It's just out of this really cheap, like paper or something, like a milk carton. And <laughs> that like, was their ad. This is a four that would ounce. Would be cool ad. <laughs> yeah, it's a four ounce container, and there's like a little thing you peel back of plastic inside so that it's actually clean mm-hmm. and sterile. Mm-hmm. So people with their little fingers and little just with that, it's clean. You fill it up, you use it once, you enjoy the contour. <laughs> the um, natural nipple. 
You get to keep the nipple, even. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. You should go pitch that to them. I should. <laughs> That's pretty much the biggest, like, win out of that gift bag. There's other things, though, that are not as good, but one of the things that was cool is Asher gets those little, these little organic uh, applesauce things where there's other things mixed in, like carrots and beets or, like, blueberries sometimes. It's just like yeah. these little fruit mixes that are actually really good. And, um... He loves them, and so they they made like a prenatal version of it for moms, right? Yeah. But they don't have that at the local Target, so you had to go to... The one in Bessemer. The one in Bessemer. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, which is about a a half hour away. Yeah. Somewhere between here and Birmingham. And so you thought while you were there, getting those free applesauces, you would try to get another free gift bag. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And in doing so, they took your information and yeah. put it on record. But so that we thought that might be the end of it. But then I went in to the local one again, and she didn't look it up again. So as long as they don't look up and see that you got it from Bessemer, we can keep taking it from here. <laughs> Which it doesn't them. say one per customer. It yeah. doesn't say anything like that. So I don't know. But it's probably. It's implied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the what those gift bags, I think it's from that is honest products yeah right? the ten dollars yeah. off honest products things yeah and it comes with two honest diapers and like 10 wipes yeah and those are honest wipes. that's like a really cool like hipster baby company where yeah. everything's organic and natural and yeah and they're, they make the cutest little diapers that have little prints on them yeah little hipster prints <laughs> yeah like little <laughs> mustaches little flowers <laughs> is it really mustaches on um, not on the ones that we got. The ones that, like, you get in the gift baskets, I think they have hearts on one of them and, like, some zigzag pattern on the other one. If you order from them, you get to choose, so. One thing you said to me was uh, when I was in the bath with Asher, I think yesterday, I used one of them and you said, aren't they great? They're paraffin-free. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And I didn't see that anywhere on the bottle. And I said, you don't even know what paraffins are. And I don't think you do, do you? No, totally, I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> but you know, it's not. And I was like, but I've heard that too, and I didn't know where. And then um, I was it looking at our... It says it all over the front. <laughs> well, no, but on our A&D, on our A&D bottle, it says that. Oh. I don't think it says it on any of the honest things. I think it does. I don't know, but... I seen it on the A&D, and I was like, you know what? We need to get to the bottom of this and talk about this. Okay. So, what is a paraffin, and why should I celebrate its non-existence? It's absence. It's absence (laughs) from my baby products. Um, I don't know how to spell paraffin, apparently. P-H. P-A what? P-H. P-H? Mm-hmm. Go on. A-R-B-E-N, I think. Farben. <laughs> yeah, it's like... No, it's yeah. paraben. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's pH. It's paraben. Um, um, well, I don't know what I was thinking of. You're thinking of something else. Farben? This is a real <laughs> thing that is all whatever you just spelled. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so who do we trust the most here? We have LA Times... Stylecaster.com, 
besthealthmag.ca. Canadian. Canadian. Organicconsumers.org. <laughs> <laughs> Realsimple.com. I don't know. Oh, just pick one. Okay. How about Wikipedia? I like Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah. It's non-biased. <laughs> Widely used preservatives. Okay, is there like a controversy? Controversy. Okay, we get to the bottom of this. A 2004 paper led to the discussion over possible estrogenic effects being expressed over the continued use of parabens. The concerns about endocrine disruptors have led consumers and companies to search for paraben-free alternatives. Grapefruit seed extract is promoted as a natural preservative. Okay, so here it is. Endocrine disruptors. Hmm. Now we know. Yeah. We'll be the only people on the planet that know what an endocrine disruptor is. <laughs> an endocrine disruptor is a chemical that at certain doses, divorces, can <laughs> Freudian slip, can interfere with endocrine systems. These disruptions can cause cancerous tumors, birth defects, and other developmental disorders. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Just something to look out for, I guess. Hmm. Very interesting. <laughs> it's I wonder just what thing. I wonder what it's most popular in. Like, what? if it's in... Because we, we were talking about, like, shampoos and bubble bath and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I wonder, like, if it's in, like, soaps, laundry soaps. Four hydroxybenzoic acid. Just memorize that word. And then look for it on the package, and you'll know if it's in there or not. What is it? Four hydroxy benzoic acid. Oh my god! I don't know how I can make it any clearer. <laughs> right, of course. That's really good because then you actually know what's in your stuff. Um, if you look, you have to teach them to be the type of people to look at what they're consuming too, consuming and putting on that their your body. And yeah, but also not to obsess over it. I think. Yeah, I think so. Like there's a certain degree where you're going to have to take the world at faith. Grapefruit seed extract can be used at, as an alternative to parabens. Grapefruits are a fruit, so are pomegranates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we Less. didn't get a pomegranate. No. We are going to. No, we got some we, seeds, though. Yeah, we went to Target, and they didn't have pomegranates there. And then we went to Fresh Market, and the lady said that she didn't have any pomegranates but they usually did but they're just uh, it's just out of season or something so we just had the seeds we just bought a little palm yeah we bought like some little container cup (laughs) full of seeds to explore yeah but i still want to pick apart one of those fruits but i just wanted to try it really bad because i'm sure i've had pomegranates before but i've never just like sat and experienced and gone okay now i know i've had pomegranates yeah (laughs) it's a weird rare fruit that yeah. I don't know. No, it kind of is. Uh, it's interesting to me some of the different fruits and vegetables and things you haven't tried, though. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, I don't know. You think I'm not cultured? I don't know. You didn't know what an avocado was. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what an avocado was. I just didn't know really. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You didn't know really what an like, avocado was? Sure, like, I wasn't sure how you eat it. Like, I was like, like, you could show me one. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Like, if you just showed me one, yeah. I wouldn't know what it was. 
I wouldn't know what it was called. I would be like a lime. I don't know. <laughs> but then <laughs> if you said, if you held up like three unrelated looking fruits yeah. and said, which one of these is an avocado? I you would, would know. I would know. Oh, That's the degree to which I, I knew about avocados. I had had them before. I've had guacamole. I just didn't realize. That you just were like, eating avocado? Yes. I see. Okay. I'm just a pig, Marissa. I just eat whatever <laughs> whatever my environment pumps out for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought there was another thing that you didn't know of either before we had met. It was avocado and there was one other I don't know. fruit or vegetable that I was like, Brussels sprouts. No, I knew what Brussels sprouts was. Are you sure? Yes. Or you had never had them. Artichoke hearts, maybe. Oh, yeah. Artichoke hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you didn't know what quiche was. Yeah. Okay. But that's uh, that's like a mm. that's like a specialty or something. <laughs> no, it's not. You can get it at quiche at any diner across America. No, you cannot. You can get them at Starbucks now, too. That's weird. Really? Yes. Quiche is whatever. Quiche is... At least I, like, um... At least I am honest with myself when I don't know something that should be obvious to me. You're in denial. I'm not. I'm not. Quiche must be a new thing, then. Well, you said that they no. carry them now, so they haven't always carried them. They so might it's have. not like all the Starbucks is. Starbucks has carried quiche as long as I can remember. <laughs> don't say that. Oh, okay. Well... <laughs> Um, hold on, and then we'll we'll open that bag of pomegranate seeds, but I wanted to, wherever it is, but uh, I wanted to say that, isn't it interesting, the way that people at, at, at the, that run the fruit section of grocery stores, I noticed it today, and I've noticed it many times in the past, that they talk about the setup as if it belongs to them personally. She said, I don't think I have any pomegranates. Yeah. Like she said, I. Like she manages that section and everything that's going on out there is under her order. Her, you know, she she gets the food in and puts it all out and she just knows offhand. Like she's like, oh, I have this and I have this. And it's hers. It's like her little fruit area side of the store and it's like she feels ownership over it because she has total control over the way it operates even though she doesn't get total profits or even close but she that's her little or maybe she does maybe her paycheck the way it translates over is pretty close to the actual fruit sales which maybe maybe it is maybe it is maybe it isn't it's interesting it would be interesting if it wasn't because say you were like a butcher I'm pretty sure don't you make Profit off of how much you sell, or a baker. Yeah. A butcher, a baker. Well, all of that. Those are just professions. Well, right. Candlestick maker. Okay, but a fruit and vegetables, like. Stay. I'm like the guy that. Well, that's why I wonder because the guy that sells it out of his truck is still selling it out of his truck, so he can't be making that much money. But maybe that. But that wasn't my real point. I was just kind of like charmed by that that they do that. That they always speak with ownership over, over their their stock, their inventory. Yeah. Let's open this up. All right. This is a Pom Poms brand. Should you take a picture of this thing? 
Have you ever had like one of those like palm? Like they make a juice. Yeah. It's over by like the naked juices at Target. Yes, I think I have. Yeah. These are purple seeds. Um, more of like a burgundy. Andy is colorblind. The audience. Yeah. About him. Yeah, they're like a burgundy. He speaks in the third person. <laughs> and he has glitter all over his face. <laughs> yeah. Not from like decorating for Christmas or anything. I just like to gay it up in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. He likes to do it before he goes on his apple cold job. <laughs> How is it? This tastes like nail polish remover to me. What? Here, try it. Pomegranates do? There's this alcoholic. What? After, like, uh, undertaste or overtaste. Are you getting it, too? Your face says you're getting something. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, I don't... <laughs> it's like nail polish remover. That's really weird. <laughs> Why does it taste like this? I don't know. It just says it has pomegranate in it. Maybe that's what pomegranate tastes like. This is not how pomegranate tastes. <laughs> Somebody infused these with, like, some vodka or something. <laughs> 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 this is not how pomegranates taste. Is that supposed to... That's not supposed to taste like that. Why does it taste like that? I don't know. What's the expiration date on that? <laughs> oh, see? Paraffins. I don't see an expiration on it. It's right here up at the top. Is it? Yeah, let me see. Oh. By the 20th. Well, that's today. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Maybe it had already expired earlier today. That is so weird. Okay, well, this is not usually but, how pomegranates taste, but really? have you had them before? You think these are actually expired? I don't know. I, I Seriously, my pomegranate I have ever eaten <laughs> has never tasted like that. It was really weird. <sighs> Damn. Well, we're going to have to get a real pomegranate and get to the bottom of this. Okay. Here's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, we didn't do this last time. Uh, how much wine is recommended for a pregnant woman? And I bet there's like WebMD or something. It is Asher. Yeah, he is making sounds. Okay. Do you want me to get him? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so he just, he was just really upset. I think he just knows that we're out here still awake. Yeah. Usually when we do things like watch TV or something in our room, it, it could happen once. Yeah. And then he's good for the night. But it's like 11 now. It's a lot later than he usually yeah. fusses like this. But it was, it took, I rocked him. It didn't work. I changed him, it didn't work. Then you tried to rock him, like, for, like, really rock him, not just for a second. Yeah. And it didn't work. So I fed him mm -hmm. four ounces. Mm -hmm. Nope, didn't work. Yeah. You just gave him two more ounces and rocked him for, like, ten minutes or something. Yeah. And now he's out. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he's exhausted. He's so uh, tired. The neighbors below are being really loud. Uh, he better feel good. He got six free ounces of formula out of it for the night. Ugh, I just, ass. I hope that he's not eating because his tummy hurts or something, you know? Like, I didn't, like, wrap him up, but I, like, tucked him in, you know? Yeah. 
Well, I do hate feeding him in the middle of the night when yeah. we when we haven't been doing it right. He's not used to getting a bottle in the middle no, of the night. So no. when we do it, it's because he usually will reject it if he's not hungry. But if he's nervous and freaking out, he'll usually take it, whether yeah. he's hungry or not, just as a comfort thing. Yeah. And that's obviously a bad habit to get into. Yeah. Anyway, were you saying anything? Oh, um, I was just reading that uh, it just depends. It just depends on the doctor. And, I mean, some doctors say that you can have a glass of wine, um, a glass of wine up to um, every day a week. Every day. (laughs) Yes. Some of them were saying that you can have a glass of wine a month so it just and some people were saying well you shouldn't drink any alcohol at all because it's a potential risk to your child listen this quote from jacques moritz md the problem with drinking alcohol during your pregnancy is that there's no amount that's been proven to be safe right i find interesting though because some of those studies even like some of those doctors are saying that it is safe in fact it's recommended to drink a glass of wine like once or twice during your yeah. pregnancy. Where this is Marjorie Greenfield, MD. About one to two drinks a week is probably okay, but never consume more than two at a time or drink to the point of inebriation, she says. Marissa also says, or Moritz also, and probably <laughs> Marissa also says she thinks a celebratory glass of alcohol is more likely fine. For example, if someone's giving a toast on a holiday or at a birthday party. Yeah. It's well, funny how, what? I was just going to say, with Asher, I had a glass of, well, I didn't have a whole glass. I had, like, a little bit of champagne at our wedding. At our wedding, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, it's fascinating to me how people like us can be so judgy of things and say, I would never do it, and then find ourselves <laughs> re-evaluating our lives, our situation. Yeah our values and going okay even though it's something small like this which even when i think when you would swear that you wouldn't do it like it was not yeah but at this point at the end of your second pregnancy in a row in a row it's kind of (laughs) yeah (sighs) almost been pregnant for two years straight (laughs) i hear I heard that too, but I'm pretty sure it's downstairs. Yeah. Remember, everything's being magnified through the mic, so if it was yeah. Asher, you, we'd hear it. Like, right. They've just been so loud all night. The people downstairs? Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about them yet. The people downstairs have a baby and I think one or two other kids. Yeah. Or maybe what we hear crying is one of the older kids. Like the two-year-old? No, no, no. No, it's like an infant. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's a younger baby. than Asher. They, I mean, they have a, they have a, yeah. a I would carry, say, an arm car seat, so it's definitely yeah. a baby. They are proponents of the cried-out method, as far yeah. as we can tell. As <laughs> the baby's crying a lot. As far as we uh, have been hearing, <laughs> yeah. they use the cried-out method quite a bit. Well... It uh, creates a lot of crying in the household and in ours because we can hear it. <laughs> and we so, don't believe in the cry out. Yeah. So it makes things a little difficult sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling like you want to constantly rush downstairs and save somebody else's baby. 
<laughs> that's not how I feel. I'm just like, shut it up. Shut it up. Uh, it, like, stresses me out. I feel yeah. like uh, since I became a mom, it's a... I constantly feel this, like, stress of, like, you know, when Asher cries, I'm like, I have to go get him. Like, he's, like, something could be wrong. I don't know. I never, like, had that instinct before I was a mom. Like, if I would have heard that baby crying, like, I feel like before we had Asher, I would have been like, God, they just let their baby cry all the time, you know? Uh, Where now I'm like, that poor, that poor baby. (laughs) (laughs) You're sympathetic. You're empathetic. Yeah. Uh, in little mommy mode. Yeah. I think well, I was talking to you about that though. Um, even just uh, it's just the stress of being a parent is con- is like constantly. It's like a another consciousness. I feel like it's another it's, consciousness. Yeah, it's like a, a stream, another stream of consciousness. Like it's just kind of underlaying everything else. That I feel like that's going on. Like I know. At any second, Asher in the other room could cry, you know. Um, it's weird because when we're removed, when we, like, go out on a date or something and he he's not with us. We went to that movie in a city two and a half hours away. Oh, yeah. And we kept, like, freaking out thinking that Asher was crying when we were sitting in a theater two and, and a, that's two and a half hours away. Yeah. That, <laughs> that war. Or, like, the movie would get loud and, yeah. and we'd be like, shit, he's gonna be like, oh, we have to turn it down. <laughs> but we can't move, we can't turn down like the screen, like the movie. Yeah. It's happening because we're in a theater. <laughs> yeah. But it just felt like we had to turn down the movie because we were gonna wake up our baby. <laughs> he wasn't even with us. We were on a date. But you just forget that. It's really like so hard to leave him with people and just like walk yeah. away from him like that. Like it just does i don't i don't feel that way uh leaving him with you though (laughs) right isn't that weird like well yeah we have trust issues with people we don't know a lot of people out here and um we don't we definitely don't know a lot of people uh i don't know like us in general in general (laughs) so we do what we can (laughs) but no when i i don't feel that kind of i you know what at first i did a little bit um, Leaving him with me? Yeah, after he was first born. Yeah. Well, um, I just, I didn't know what I was doing. Uh-huh. And I knew that you were still, you didn't know what you were doing and you had a lot to learn and pick up on trying to breastfeed. Yeah. Trying to manage what was going on with your body and your hormone changes all of a sudden. Yeah. Having to actually care for him mostly while I'm away at school. Yeah. And... Uh, I knew you had all those extra responsibilities and the same sense of newness to it that I did to a degree. You've worked at daycares, yeah, but having your own and being alone with them. So, you know, I just worried. Not yeah. that you couldn't handle it, but just that you would maybe that you wouldn't be able to handle it in the moment. Yeah. But <laughs> you didn't ever feel that way with me, though. Even that, like that. Um. I feel like maybe at, like, the very beginning for, like, the first two weeks or something. Yeah. I mean, it was really fast that I just felt comfortable with you just being with him. You know, watching watching you be around him and get used to everything with me. I feel like in, like, probably a two-week span of time, there was enough pattern of just 
seeing you interact with him, yeah. it was like, okay, this is how. I think in nature in general, and with people, a lot of the time, the role of the mother is to protect the child from the father. And so I think that that's, you know, in you. And it was necessary for you to really watch the situation and see. Yeah. Because nobody knows. Yeah, you don't know. People, when people interact, people don't think about this, but when people interact with one another, their hormone levels are constantly changing. Their different pheromones are emitting and... Uh, you know, when someone turns you on or when someone pisses you off, there's physiological changes that inform those emotions and they're unstoppable to that, that degree, at that level, you know? And so when you put two creatures together, an adult man and a baby boy, who knows what kind of weird rage issues or something are going to arise or who knows. But yeah. luckily I'm a pretty good dad, I think. No, you're a great dad. <laughs> I do okay. You do a great job. I've only thrown him against the wall once. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, oh, I was going to say, I when I was talking to Mary the other day... Yeah, Mary. Mary. <laughs> She's going to wonder why the fuck we always do that when we say her it's a joke between you and I. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it is. So she doesn't know why. She has no idea why we do that. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, um, oh, she was like, oh, isn't it weird that like you've been pregnant? Like in the time that I've known you, I've been pregnant longer than I have been pregnant. Yeah. Because we've been together like three years now, and uh, no, we haven't. Yes, we have. We spent three Christmases together, so. This is the third. Yes. <sighs> oh my god. That doesn't mean we've known each other three years. You're tricking me. We've known each other you know three why? years. You know why? No, we haven't because the, our first Christmas together was at the beginning part of the first year. We were living together by that point. It'll be three years in July. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> Why? I feel like it's important to the story that you're telling. Okay, I'm just saying, no, it's, it really isn't. We moved past this pretty quickly, actually. Okay. Anyway, I've been, I have been pregnant longer knowing you than I have not been pregnant. That's why it's important that we, okay. <laughs> that we figure out the actual time that we've known each other. Because <laughs> you just made a claim that you've been pregnant for most of it. Okay, well, think about this. Asher is... Nine, Nine months old. Months. Well, I knew you before I was pregnant with him. Yeah. For. Yeah. Like ten Something months. Something like that. So. A, a pregnancy. A, a full pregnancy is ten months. They say that it's nine, but when you actually do it, it's forty weeks, and it's like ten months. Okay. Okay. So okay. So, so all of Asher's is ten months. Ugh, and I've been pregnant with Huxley for. I don't know. We'll say it's eight or nine months because... It's not eight or nine? Really? Yeah, because he's he's <laughs> going to be born soon. Yeah, that's true. It's, you think the end of January, but officially February 6th, yeah. 2017. Yes. Huxley, should we say his middle name? Gray. Huxley Gray. Yeah. Knudsen will be born. <laughs> I've been pregnant for eight and a fourth. 
month. Okay. So I've known you as a pregnant person for about 18 months, which is a year and a half. Right? God. And, yeah, and we were just saying that we've known each other for two and a half years. So I've known you for a year and a half pregnant and a year not pregnant. Um, I was talking to Mary, and she said, isn't it weird how (laughs) nobody's going to be able to follow this conversation? (laughs) She was saying, isn't it weird that I've been pregnant more, like, longer than I haven't been pregnant while knowing you? Yeah. Even though we're married, (laughs) and we have a kid. (laughs) And I was like, yes. But I think it's also good because in a way there's no like uh, me having to protect our child like from you and like because I don't know how you would have reacted to her like a child of our own. Right. Um, so um, now I know how you are going to be with our kids. Like I know like it, I don't feel like I'm going to feel that way with. <laughs> yeah. With Huxley. Like hopefully it doesn't change. But I mean like. Uh, it say tomorrow I need to run out for groceries. I'm not gonna feel like all this like yeah. anxiety that I would with a babysitter. You know, like I'm not gonna be like, oh, right. is Andy gonna lose his mind today? <laughs> you know, is he, is, well, he, is he gonna know? <laughs> is he gonna is he gonna remember? You know, the the schedule or to change him or something? You know, right. uh, I like it's not gonna be a surprise. Like we haven't known each other for you know, uh, seven years and then now all of a sudden we have a kid and I have, uh, almost like a trust thing with you, you know, like we got married before we fully trusted one another. Yep. Well, was... I think that's not, I don't think that's like a <laughs> uncommon thing. Oh no. <laughs> I think people... people do that all the time. <laughs> no, but we gambled, but we think we know what we were doing still. But who's to say in the end is a wrong reason determined by society standards, by what works, what doesn't work. This is like one of Jerry's final thoughts. <laughs> is that what they called that? His, Jerry's last word or whatever? I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking Jerry about. Jerry Springer? Oh, Remember yes. how Jerry Springer at the end, he'd like say a little, you know, kids, you shouldn't beat each other. <laughs> you don't remember that? You said you used to watch it. We did, um, but only like we'd watch like what we could. I mean, I would watch what I like could have in between just going like in and out of the room of Mary's room through where her grandma was watching TV to outside, <laughs> just like peering out a second of people fighting or twerking or doing these crazy things, um, knowing it was Jerry Springer on every day. But you know, <laughs> you know what? That's that's funny that you say that because Jerry Springer always had a tendency to find its way into the background of houses with TVs on. Like I have a trauma memory of I don't know how old I was, but a kid, and I had a um, a small black and white TV that sat on top of my dresser in my bedroom. Yeah. And it was like when I say small, well I'm doing it with my hands here, but I think. Maybe. Do you see a black and white TV? Yeah. Maybe like a little bit. Like and no color? No. That's what that means. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it was cool, but like it'd be cool to have now. But it was like yeah. shitty then to have a black and white TV because there was color TV. It wasn't like a vintage TV. Mm. It was just a shitty TV. Like they were just they made them cheap ones that didn't have color. That's cool. That's cool. I and, I don't think I've ever seen a black and white TV. So well, we'll have to find one. <laughs> It would be cool now that you say that. Wouldn't it be cool to stream the computer through it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was like we'll the talk. geekiest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool to stream the computer through the black and TV? <laughs> yeah, that'd be so bad. <laughs> so that's my trauma memory, though, is this thing that's about the size of somewhere between a microwave and a laptop. Mm-hmm. In size, maybe I don't know. Okay. Uh, that it had dials on it that you change the channels with. You go. Yeah. And there'd be the commercial for Jerry Springer's "Too Hot for TV" VHS tape, where they like they do like white trash nudity, where there's like fat people like shaking their shit, and you know what I'm talking about. What? You didn't know that, that happened on Jerry Springer? No. <sighs> Jerry Springer had a lot of like stunts right of people like fighting like just people going completely batshit crazy in a way that even stupid people wouldn't typically do on tv unless they were instructed to do so right yeah so it was sort of like understood that it was a kind of a pro wrestling thing like they like they're saying come on the show and really like just go nuts at each other you know and so they did while a lot of the time they would just like be like you know you love my body. You know you love my body. <laughs> and then start like, flashing the audience and just like. Why would they do that? I don't know. Because are weird. Or they'd like fight each other naked, you know? Like they would just be weird things. But it was always like kind of grotesque in a way. Yeah. So um, they would have this ad that would run on daytime TV, like when the actual show was playing. But the way they do the ad is they would just do tons of bleeps over a lot of f words, mm-hmm. and then giant black bars over their their gross bodies. <laughs> so I have a memory of that. That was the commercial. That was the commercial. It was like George Springer, two off for three. They would just show like little <laughs> clips of that happening, and they'd be like, "Not nine to five, very gross." So. Uh, but if you go to the actual show, they're not, like, bleeped out, are they? There's a lot of bleeps on the show. Really? Yeah. They bleep it all out? I don't think you've ever actually seen Jerry Springer. I think they, they don't, they don't, they don't use, like, the black bar anymore when they show it. They fuzz it out. They, like... They fuzz out, like, Their stuff, stuff, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. They don't do, like, the black bars, like, over... Oh, right. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't, yeah. They, like, will fuzz it out. I guess it was just, maybe it was just because it was but a Jerry, commercial. How long has Jerry Springer been doing this? <laughs> Since the 90s, at least. So is he, like, really old? Oh, yeah. He was the mayor of Cincinnati in 1977. 1977? How fucking old is he? <laughs> How crazy is that? Can you imagine living in Cincinnati and remembering him being the mayor and then seeing what he did with his life after he was mayor? That's like watching our president now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> I can't figure out what he does now. Um, I don't know. It looks like he probably doesn't still do that show, though. Religion, Judaism. He's a Jew. 
<laughs> That's so weird that we just did that moment where I'm like, he's a Jew. And you're like, hmm. And we both nervously laughed. Because it sounds like we're racist because we just had that moment. <laughs> but we're not. <laughs> I like Jewish people. And I actually think that, oh, this is perfect. This ties in exactly to something I was going to tell you about anyways. Okay. This is going to bring it around full circle. Okay. Jewish people. Kabbalah. Yeah. Jewish mysticism. Yes. Uh, Golden Dawn. Aleister Crowley. Magic. These sorts of things all have similar flavors, herbs and spices to them. There's connections drawn between them, parallels. Pomegranates. Something we were talking about earlier. Pomegranate. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with me. All right. I, no, I was just about to take another bite of those, but I'm not touching those. Um, Nail polish remover pom poms. There's a book called A Garden of Pomegranates by a man named Israel Regardi. Israel Regardi is a Jewish man, very Jewish name. And he was Aleister Crowley's secretary for a while. They're, like, really close. And he wrote a book called The Garden of Pomegranates, which I always thought was a really beautiful name for a book. Yeah. So he wrote this book. Here is a review. This book is totally indispensable for anyone interested in the practical Kabbalah. I only regret that I purchased three books which covered different aspects of the material contained in this volume without checking out The Garden first. Don't make the same mistake. Hang on, I'm sorry to go so off topic here, but looking over at the screen, there's there's all these long paragraphs on Amazon about this book. Yeah. Um, they're all reviews. Right. Um, I find it really funny because if you go on a review for anything else um, besides a book, everyone's comments are like, yeah, it was pretty good. Very or, good. Did what it was supposed to. Yeah, or, no, this sucked. I hated it. I returned it, you know? But Somebody uploading when pictures it's a, of cracks and something. Yeah. Look how it came in the mail. But when it's a book review, it's always like... It's an eloquent book review. Do not make right. the same mistake as I did. It's very long. Well, it's like Yelp. <laughs> yeah, but they don't do that with all reviews is what I'm getting at, is that it's only book reviews right. where people give long reviews. You have glitter all over your face. It's so funny. Well, do you think I'm pretty? You're so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's almost midnight. I know. We've been going for long enough. All right. Let's wrap it up. It's time for us to go to sleep. Good night. Good night.